Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer. I'm the owner of Kramer Basketball, which is a player development business. We work with individual players and high school basketball programs around the country, but predominantly in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. And I'm also the founder of Coach's Edge. We have clients from, I hate to call them clients because I'm basically their friends, coaches that we serve, kind of like a distant coach with coachesedge.coach from the East Coast to the West Coast, from California to South Carolina to Pennsylvania to everywhere else, uh, giving them resources, being able to give them access to videos and PDFs, things to help them in season, out of season, strength and conditioning programs, app access, being able to have meetings, Zoom calls with different coaches on specific topics, be able to break down the game, shoot in season. We even watch game film for our Coach's Edge members. It's a lot of things in one simple resource at coachesedge.coach. And the reason I'm saying that is because I want to thank our members because without those members, they, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast as often. I wouldn't be able to dedicate the time to doing most of the time, two episodes a week, whether that's just myself or having a guest on as we're going through the summer, we're doing this shooting series, which comes out at the end of each week with coach Nichols. Wouldn't be able to dedicate that much time to it uh, because, you know, with a podcast, you don't make a whole lot of money, right? At least not at this point. And honestly, I, I do it because I love it. But the reason I'm able to give the time to it is because our coaches edge.coach members and they trust me. They trust me enough to pay me to serve them, to offer resources with our other coaches edge contributors, which has been a great experience all the way around. And I know I've gotten a lot out of it as well. So big thank you to our coaches edge.coach members. With that in mind, it's Triple T, Two Tip Tuesday. And I want to share with you one culture building piece. And one skill development finishing piece as we get into this episode. Number one, how do you show the people in your program you care about them? Ask yourself right now, how do you show the people in your program you care about them? All right, you're thinking of that answer right now? Then ask yourself this question How often do you show? the people in your program that you care about them. They probably know that you care about winning. And they may know in the back of their head, you actually care about them as a person, but how often do you show them that you care about them? There's a lot of ways we can show people that we care about them, but this is building our culture. This is building our identity. This is strengthening the bond that we have among our team and among our coaching staff. So I would encourage you, if you're not doing this already, and if you're doing some of these things already, props to you. I think you are already among a very top tier amount of coaches that are doing some of these very basic things, but they do take time. How often do you communicate with your players? Because one of the ways that we show people we care about them is how we communicate and how often we communicate and what we communicate to them. So couple examples I use with, with my business. I'll write handwritten notes, letters to people, right? Which says a lot because not many people get a letter in the mail anymore. So when they're able to open a letter from Coach's Edge and Kramer Basketball and let people know how much we appreciate them and they see my sloppy handwriting and they're like, man, this dude's got a lot of guts, right? He's telling me how much he appreciates me 
and this is like third grade level writing, I mean, that, that goes somewhere, right? You could text someone, you could email someone. My goodness, you could pick up the phone and give them a call. You could, as a team, have a cookout, right? Have a, have a cookout, have the team over, right? Everybody's over, maybe you're grilling. Then you get to have some of those conversations with an individual or a small group of some of your players and just see how they're doing in their life. Maybe there's something that they're struggling with. Maybe there's something going on in their family life that has been really difficult for them. And you can touch base and let them know that you're thinking about them beyond the game of basketball. Because I would bet, coach, that you're not just coaching high school basketball because you love basketball. I would bet deep down that you're coaching high school basketball because you care about the kids. I hope that, that that's the case. And I'm pretty sure it is, right? If you're listening to this episode, you've been listening to Coach's Edge podcast for a while, you know that this is bigger than basketball. This is about making a positive impact in people's lives, helping people develop characteristics through the game of basketball that will help them to be positive, contributing members of society, being able to offer a positive opportunity at this young developing age in their life that is going to benefit them well after the ball stops bouncing. And hey, maybe they're going to become a coach someday. And because of the positive impact that you made in their life, they're going to be able to start that ripple effect and be able to positively impact other people. But one of the ways that you can get the ball rolling in that area is to have consistent, authentic communication with your athletes. And I will go one step farther and add in your coaching staff. Maybe you're an older coach, right? And you have some younger coaches on your staff and you only talk about basketball, right? But maybe they look up to you as not just a coach, but as a person, right? And so you can be a mentor to that person. Well, reach out to them, right? Send them a text, a phone call, have them over for dinner, even though it's, it's the off season, right? How much do you communicate with some of your coaches? Not work-related, right? Just life. Building community with one another goes a really long way. I've never texted someone, emailed someone, wrote a letter to someone to let them know, hey, thinking about you, appreciate you. I've never done that and regretted it. And I don't think you will either. Part two of Two Tip Tuesday is quick finishing tip. As you go throughout the summer of basketball, and your players are working with that's open gym, individual workouts, scrimmages, shootouts, really take a good look at how they're finishing around the basket and then start to explain to them the importance of one foot and two foot finishes. You know, two foot finishes, the majority of your finishes, it's balance, it's power. You're able to go up strong, you get in trouble, you're able to pivot out of it, right? You get your shot fakes in, you can kick the basketball out. A lot of good things happen off of two feet. One foot finishes are more speed and space. A lot of times you can get the shot off quicker because you're not slowing down. You're just getting rid of the basketball. And there are some positives to that as well. Uh, I'm, I know there's some coaches out there who are like all two feet, all two feet, all two feet. Um, I, I just have trouble being all in on anything. Um, I just think that there's a time and a place that something makes sense shoot, there's a, there's a time and a place where we're behind the back pass, right? So some coaches say, I will never know. 
this is a time and a place where the behind the back pass might've been the only option to get rid of the basketball. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention, right? That, that famous quote, remember Bob Cousy saying in a, in a video, he's like the first time he dribbled behind my, behind his back, he was explaining he would have ran over the defender who cut in front of him. So he went behind the back because that was the only option. Never even done it before. Right. But, but he went behind the back. There's a, there's a situation for everything is what I'm saying. And so why not set our players up for success by giving them a better understanding of the situations to finish off of two feet and the situations to finish off of one, knowing that most of the time one foot finish, there's fewer situations do that. It's speed and space. A lot of times it's transition. You're trying to beat the defender down the court. You're not going to jump, stop, slow down to two feet and let that defender all the way catch up. You're just going to go in quick, make your layup, put it off the glass. Simple as that, right? Um, that's a big one. We work with Vito Brown, played in the ACB this past year, but prior to that, he played in the NBA G League. He was talking about it at the NBA level, right? So many athletic high leapers there, a lot of size. You know, they really worked on their one foot finishes at that level because he's like, you know, if you slow down in some of these certain situations, you're not going to get the shot off. So you're getting into the paint, boom, just, just get it up off of one foot. Uh, that can help you quite a bit. So again, explain to your players when it's going to benefit them the most to finish off of one, when it's going to benefit them to finish the most off of two. They need extra practice with that. You work on them with that in their small group workouts in the off season. You ask them to emphasize it in some of their gameplay, their open gym play. And then that's how we start to get some of that growth and improvement out of it. So if you have any questions, comments, please let me know. Love to hear it. Love talking hoop with all of our coaches. This is a great time of year as we continue to share the game with tons and tons of basketball players and some really awesome coaches that we get to work with. That's been one of the cool things about coachesedge.coach as well is we've really combined that into our camps with a lot of our members because before we started coachesedge.coach, which was 2020, there was always this Hey, we ran in, we run this basketball camp, you know, we're there for say three days with a school and we're like, man, this was great. Like we got all of these things that we can continue to work on. We're obviously communicating with our coaches, not just during the camp, but there's communication leading up to it as we prepare for it as well. And then the camp finishes and it's kind of like, okay, well, that communication was really good. And we know that, yeah, you're not going to be here all the time, but we kind of lost some of that. And so having the coaches edge.coach membership allows us to communicate with those coaches 24 seven, right? Every single week, if they, if they want to, they can, they can call me. Uh, we have email threads going back and forth. We have our mass email that goes out to everybody, but then coaches will reply back and I'll get a good thread going with individual coaches on certain things. It's been great. And it's only benefited the basketball camps that we run during the summer and it's benefited the individual and the one-day clinics that we run throughout the rest of the course year for a lot of our Coaches Edge coach members because we're that much more aligned. We're much more on the same page because the communication that we have with each other is really year-round, and the resources that they're able to access through the website really complement what we're doing in person. It's super easy now for them to be able to see the drills and the things that we're emphasizing in person at our camps, and then they can log on to the website and see some of those things, same things, same videos being broken down there and say, oh yeah, I remember, you know, Steve doing that at camp, emphasizing this and this drill that we like to do in transition where, 
you know, the defensive player starts on the baseline, the offensive player starts at the block and they take off and the offensive player dribbles and touches the elbow out in front of them with his foot. And then they dribble over the free throw line, touch the elbow with the, with their foot on that side. And then they turn in and go finish. And meanwhile, the defender has to start on the baseline and they sprint all the way up just to the top elbow. And then they recover to try to stop the offensive player from scoring. I remember what he talked about in that drill some of the situational finishes that we just practiced. I got the video there at coachesedge.coach that I can check that out. It's just been a really great way to keep in touch and communicate with our coaches. Easier for them to reach out and ask questions. And it's been awesome if they do have questions, I can just say, hey, we actually have a video for that. Or we have a PDF about that online at the site. So just log in, it's right here, boom, you can get it. And pretty simple. So that's been awesome as well. So. Think about the culture piece of the communication as we finished out this. Think about the finishing aspect. And again, as you talked about in the beginning of the end, man, I'm just really thankful for our Coaches Edge coach members around the country that allow me to do what I love to, to do while helping you at the same time. So thanks again for listening. And as always, get after today.